Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, it's hour number three. It's Barton Han. You already know that part. But it's Wednesday. Yep. So you know, like, Bart is at the Jets yes. facility as he is every Wednesday. Yes. And so that means right now, as he's getting his, he's getting his uh, Barry White voice ready, that this is where everyone, because he's in a room that is near where all the staffers are working. They They're all now tickets. gather Taking to. In, yes. Yeah, for next year, obviously. They're all gathering now at the window. <laughs> waiting for this moment. It's their favorite moment of the day. Before you introduce it, let me just tell you what just happened to me when I went to the to the, to the the uh, cooler. Cap- okay. Yeah, cafeteria. Yep. They said, hey, man, why don't you have us involved in the show? Like, well, we should be doing reads, and we should be just trying, maybe we should sell our tickets on the show. I said, well, that's that's great for next year. We can we can do a read. If the Jets want to put money in there so we can have ticket sales and live reads, me? that's a no-brainer. That is a no-brainer. But they let, also let's told get our me that they want me to this. say, they said they want me to say the power hour louder, uh, yeah. which was on the contrary to belief. I thought you it was thought. quieter, but that was only because Jared was walking by, and he's down. We in the PJs down here. This is the PJs, right? This is where we – What do you, what this do you mean PJs? The projects. We in the PJs down here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why like, would you say that? Down the hallway well, you said is where he came by. Yeah, but Woody's a, Woody came by because he he's coming to the cafeteria because he's ah. leaving the suburbs where all the general manager office is and all the heads ups. These guys here got cubicles, mm-hmm. so the, we in the PJs. Oh, I the got PJs you. like the loud noise. They like the partying all yeah. night. So it's people in hear. the suburbs that want you to be quiet. So they said, told me to amp it up. So I took the fact that Jared look gave me a look one time when he heard it when he's walking by as that's the norm. But the people in the projects want me to be me. Can we bring the people in? We, of course, we can bring them. Bring in. them in around you, so well, that they do it, it with you. I, ooh, introduce me because I got a bunch of people walking down the hall that may not have heard. It. I'm about to scare the hell out of them. All right, ready? It's hour number three. It's Barton Hall. What's that mean? It's the power hour, 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 hour. They set up. Ow! They all Ow! got up. Okay. They all got up. You get a standing ovation. I love it. Yeah, I got I got a I got a I got a fist bumps. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Next week, the last appearance that you'll make there for the year until we start off next season. I think you should gather the people around you behind you and do a just a group effort power hour just mm. to like send it home. Five right? part harmony. Five yeah. part harmony. So we'll we'll set that up. All right, that'll be next week. Meanwhile, tonight. Uh, as we get back into the conversation of sports and everything else. Tonight, the Knicks play the Bulls at the Garden. It's a later tip. It's an 8.30 tip-off. It is it is a national game on ABC, but we are also doing it on MSG as well. So, of course, watch with your family. Um, but this game is interesting on many levels because now it's okay. Now it's day two. It's game two where no R.J. Barrett, no Emmanuel Quickly, and O.G. Ananobi is now part of this five. What we saw on opening night was that just – a flash, or is that what to expect now going forward? A Bulls team that lost badly last night in Philadelphia, injury-riddled team, and they come in, but they took a bus from Philly. They didn't even like they didn't <laughs> even take the train. They took the bus. They're probably from afraid Philly. that they would be around other people on the bus, right? So they, I mean, on the train, so they ain't want it, you know, because it's hard sometimes just to get the whole cart to yourself. They usually do. Teams teams generally do get that. They they'll get the whole car, but they but they don't the want to get but, but they don't want to get that smoke. 
See, you can be private in the bus. You don't want to get that, boo, you stink. You don't, you don't want to get that. <laughs> Maybe. But anyways, so, so it is a game that the, the Knicks very much should win, uh, but it's just another look now at what this team's going to look like. And, and so the Knicks have been good at home 9-4. and four. They haven't played a lot of home games, but they've been very good at home. And they've also been good defensively at home, one of the best in the league, keeping teams under 110 points per game in those games. So we expect more of the same, more defense and, and everything else. And yesterday as we talked about it, Okay, so what's next for the Knicks? I thought Woj was it had a very interesting thing uh, that he said yesterday on um, the NBA Live show, which was that watch the trade deadline because there could be teams that have big contract type players, and they're trying to. There's a new thing coming this off season, which they added an apron. Now it's a threshold basically for luxury tax. There's no hard cap in the NBA, but what they do is they try to squelch spending by the higher you go, the more tax you're going to spend. And it gets right. insane. Like there are teams that could could be spending up to $300 million in wow. tax. So, repeat offenders, huh? Yes, repeat offenders. The Golden exactly. State Warrior rule. Yes. So you're going to have situations where some teams might go, I want to get under that apron. The owner might say, get, get us under, I don't care. And so there might be a player that shakes free because the team is trying to do it. It could happen now. It could happen in the summer. So he's saying you could get a player for pennies on the dollar because a team is desperate enough it's to move the contract. Yeah, it's about the tax money. And the Knicks are still under the apron. The Knicks aren't paying uh, taxes. Mm. So could they, could they get uh, lucky with somebody getting available at that point? So we've kicked around some names, and we've done that going back and forth. But oh, right now – the team is what they are, and we'll see how competitive or more competitive they can become uh, with OG and Anobi. But as you said, we got calls on this, and I love to talk to Nick fans about it, 800-919-3776. But Bart, you called them out, so let's just go Call to it. Out. Tino in Staten Island wants to talk. Go ahead, Tino. Alan, Alan I haven't talked to you guys in a while. Alan, uh, what's up? What's up, Bart? Hey, Alan, um, when this trade went down, uh, I would be honest with you, I was furious. And I'm still furious. And I'm going to explain to you why I'm furious about this deal. Emmanuel Quickly is basically Tyrese Maxey of Philadelphia. When Tyrese, when James Harden left the Philly, they gave the keys to Tyrese, he became a star. That's what Emmanuel Quickly is going to be. The problem is, is we never gave the kid a, sh- a chance to be a star with the Knicks. We had the opportunities. Uh, in three, and this is his fourth year. You think about the guys that started over him. Kemba Walker, Alonzo Trier, Alec Burks. I mean, you're telling me he couldn't play over those guys? That's embarrassing, Alan. I'm sorry. I don't want to hear it. No other way. We, we really ruined this kid because he's going to be a star in the league. Now, we traded for a guy uh, in OG Ananobi that averages 15 points a game. Uh, IQ averages 15 in 23 minutes. Okay? And can, can I just please? I've got to make a point because this has been on my mind. I've been wanting to talk to you guys about this. Emmanuel, quickly, in four years, highest plus or minus ever in Knicks history, the best defensive rating on the team this year and last year. Okay, I mean, I can go on and on and on with stats because it kills me inside that we got rid of this guy and we didn't want to pay him, because, and we could have just put him next to Brunson. He plays so well against the Brunson. They, they teamed up so well in the fourth quarter. Tip used to use him, but only in the fourth quarter during sparing times. Now, regarding R.J. Barrett, uh, is, is O.G. better than him? Uh, only defensively. Offensively, OG Ananobi is a limited player. He only can shoot a corner three. He cannot create off the dribble himself. And we saw that against Minnesota. His only offense was three threes that he hit in the corner and four dunks that he got. 
He's a guy that cannot score without the, with the ball in his hands. RJ can create. RJ gets to the free throw line. He draws fouls. Same thing with Emmanuel quickly. They're both great at drawing fouls and getting, to the, getting cheap points. Something OG Anobi cannot do, and he's never done in his career. So you're going to tell me we got rid of two guys that scored 35 points for a guy that can barely get you 15. Now, bench production is – you can see now how bad it is right now. The last two games, we barely scored 20 points. Okay, you good? All right. Yeah, so I mean, I'm heated about it, Alan. I'm well, really I get it. I get it. All right. Really. So, is it I'm my heated. turn? Is it my turn now? Yeah, I didn't please. say a word the whole please, time. I'll, I'll let you go because please. there's a there's a there's a lot there that to discuss. Please. And I'll begin with first and foremost. You know, I watch this team every single game. I've watched Quick every single game of his career. Right. So, to say that he could have started as a rookie, he was not ready. He was shooting under forty percent. He was not efficient with his shooting. He had not gotten that yet. You had to give him time. So they didn't ruin him. They made him. They developed him. All right? So just understand that. So he wasn't ready, and he grew into it, and he started to show he could be ready. And that's where you really were excited about him. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. Sure. If you think he should have started, are you getting rid of Jalen Brunson? You're not doing that. You're not. No, no, no team in the NBA is doing that. No we team. Can't put him next to, he no, can't play DiVincenzo's no, position? No, you cannot start him at the two and, and have the same effect. You can finish games at times because it's two ball handlers and a guy that can make free throws. That's important. But there is a lot of situations in the NBA where you could not do that. Okay, it wouldn't work. Not full-time. It works in spurts. In spurts. Now, a lot of what he's done is a guy coming off the bench, and he has been phenomenal off the bench. But again, it's going against guys coming off the bench. Keep that in mind as well. He is not as big as Tyrese Maxey. He is smaller than him. So you can't okay. say they're the same exact player because they're not. They're similar, yes. And I think in Toronto he's going to get his chance to prove himself a starter, and this is a great opportunity for him that he can't get here in New York because Jalen Brunson has that position. And that's a reality that his agents, and if I represented him, I would do the same thing. I'd love to stay in New York, but I think this guy's a starter and can get paid starter money, and I want him to get that opportunity so they don't do an agreement, they don't do an extension, and you know opportunity is going to come somewhere else. That's just the reality of the business side of this whole thing. All right, Tino? So just understand that they didn't ruin him, they helped develop him, and they're going to help him make a ton of money. So that's a reality there. Tom Thibodeau, understand, Tom Thibodeau loves Emmanuel quickly, loves him. Mm -hmm. That is a fact. He he has believed in him from the start, even when he wasn't shooting the ball well, even when he wasn't giving us what we saw in the last two seasons. Tibbs stayed with him and believed in him. That's one part of it. All right, the other part, the R.J. Barrett part. I, I can't disagree with you more. O.J. Ananobi is not a sit-in-the-corner-shoot-threes guy that doesn't do anything. He is an elite defender. And statistically, one of the best defenders one-on-one against wing players the league has. Statistics tell us that. And if you look at the East, if you don't have a guy like that, you're in trouble. Now you have somebody that can guard Giannis, that can guard Tatum, that can guard Butler, that can guard the other teams. Like you got to understand that you need that in this league. RJ is a scorer, and you're right. He gets to the basket. He gets to the free throw line. He is a very inconsistent three-point shooter. RJ Barrett, though, does not defend well. 
And if he needs the ball to be effective, you have Brunson, you have Randall. You can't have another guy that can only perform when he gets the basketball. So the fit is better. So for Barrett, he gets a chance to now be more of the man, which is important to him. And for the Knicks, they get a wing defender that can knock down threes and space the floor, an okay. elite wing defender. That makes them better. So there's there's times, Tito, a trade yeah. is good for both teams. That is the time. Both teams did well with this trade. Can I can I jump in one second? Go ahead. I love I love everything about the deal. Just don't include Emmanuel quickly. We have eight first round picks, Alan. You can't tell me we couldn't throw in a pick instead of a quickly or Deuce or Grimes or someone else. All right, I'll, I'll answer that. Tino, I'll answer that. You're dealing with Masai Ujiri. You're dealing with the Toronto Raptors. Loss of they will they will never do a deal with you without making you bleed a little bit. And they wanted a starting point guard. They wanted a young point guard that they could see, like, can he be our guy? Because they don't have Fred Van Vliet anymore. And they desperately Fair. need somebody. Fair. So Fair. they look at it as, you really want OG. He's going to make you better. I want something that's going to make me better. And quickly's that guy. So that's why the, you got to give to get in this situation. And that's what that is. Now, the first-round pick thing. Understand something. By not giving up any first-round picks, you keep all of them, which leaves the door open as some of the smartest people in the business, including you know Adrian Wojnarowski, has said. That now keeps the Knicks in the game to get another high-end player to try to push them closer to elite status. Can I right? tell you the player I want? Can I tell you the player I want? Who is it? And you tell me. And I got well for, for the bench. I have three guys, and I'm going to name you three guys. I think that's going to replace quickly. One is Brogdon. Okay, from Portland. Yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's, yep. he's, he's yep. good. Yep. I like Terry Rozier. Scary Terry. And another, can score. another. He's a scorer. Yep. We need a scorer. Mm-hmm. And one more guy. He could probably get him for cheap. Would be Clarkson in Utah. That's he's another name that's out there that could be on the move by the trade deadline. A, all those, all those Brogdon. are interesting. All those are interesting names. I don't know if Portland wants to move from Brogdon. I don't know if they do. But the other two names are interesting, especially Clarkson. Six it's one to watch. Yeah, it's one to watch. Yeah. But I'm I'm with you on the bench scoring. That's my biggest concern is how do they make up 15 points off the bench? Alan, right. it showed the last two games. Brunson played 41 minutes the last two games. We got nothing from Deuce. Tibbs doesn't trust Deuce. Yes, he does. No, I see, Tino, you're wrong. They do trust Deuce. Why do they think they gave him a contract extension? I understand, but he's got to play him more. He's got to play him more, Alan. He only played seven minutes. But they just got here. Like they breathe, just got breathe, it. Breathe, Tino. Breathe, Tino. I like Tino. Yeah, yeah. Tino. I, I like Deuce. Okay. Well, I like then Deuce. give I like right, Tino. Then uh, we'll leave it at this. Then do me a favor. If you like yeah. Deuce McBride, <laughs> give one in him league, right? a chance because yeah, you I can't agree. just come into the game where you haven't played a lot and then hey, come in and just light it up. No, he's got to get his legs under him now as a, a guy in the rotation. He's got to find himself. He's going to get the opportunity. It's going to take a couple of games. You give him a sample size before we judge him. And remember, oh. when quickly began, he was shooting 32%, 33% from the field. He was not lighting it up. It took time for him to find his way. you got to let yeah. this kid have that challenge as well. So give it 10 games, then you can call me because by then it'll be the trade deadline, and then we'll know whether or not they've got a – They've got to make a move. You got me? Alan, the John Say Murray or, or Donovan Mitchell, my pick is the John Say Murray. 100%. I don't want, I don't want Mitchell. Mitchell cannot defend. Yep. He's worse than Jalen Brunson. Also, now you like defense. Yeah, I, I, I know. I get it. I no. get it, Tino. That's what you're looking for. Just, all right. 
He, so, like I said, you put those two guys together, we're going to be terrible defensively. Dejounte Murray can score. He's got long arms. He gets steals. He gets right. to the bucket. Right, right, all right. Tino, give it ten games and then call okay. me back. I'm going to call you guys. You know, Tino, I, I follow Tino. you, Alan. I watch you every night, Alan. I, I, watch you. I, I also tweeted you. I also tweeted you when the trade went down. I don't know if you got my tweet, but I tweeted you right away. I got a lot of tweets when the trade went down, but well, I, well, I hear well, you. Well, talk, talk to the producer. We'll give you Alan's direct number. You, so you you, we're just, not going to do that, but we're definitely oh. going to talk to you. Give it 10 games, and then we'll see where this goes. But it, it, is, it, Listen, it, it I, is amazing how fast, you know, like it's one game. It, I get it. People love their young players. But you gotta let you gotta see where this goes. But that first that first look is pretty damn impressive. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Anthony and New Rochelle. Good, Anthony. Uh, what's up, guys? Barnard, big fans. What's up? Uh, listen, I, I was pretty sad when the trade went down, but I'm not going to harp on it too much here. I think the real question is: Woj mentioned possibly getting somebody big. What kind of player? is going to fill that void that's going to take us to the next level. I believe that we had a guard problem Murray. with Brunson and Quickly. We had Deuce. I think what New York does wrong is that we never develop our young talent. I'd like to see Deuce at least get a shot. Now that it's over, we can't go back. What kind of player is going to fill that role? I said DeAndre Murray. We, I, I said that yesterday. If Atlanta ends up wanting to move him to get under the apron, that's a, you know that's a guy that's already under contract. He's got an extension already in place. And you know he he's you know I mean he's, he's got a defensive, defensive background team. he's got size at six five with a wingspan, you know that that is that's definitely something you got to look at. So we'll see, but you know we'll we'll also see what else shakes out around the league. Like that that's the thing. Over the next couple of weeks, you'll start to see the rumors about teams that are oh we got to move this contract, we want to move that contract, and it could get interesting. And the other option, by the way, which is something that Woj did point out, is you sit tight and be patient. And wait, maybe into the off season where something more significant could could happen. So, you know, these next couple of weeks can be very interesting. But this move puts the Knicks now in a place to say, "Boy, we could be one move away uh, from being a contender." So we'll see, Anthony. But you know, I mean, again, like I said, it's it, it's going to be interesting again. Boy, I can't wait, Bart, till we're on the air for the trade deadline day because that that could be that could be wild. Judah in Queens, Judah. Yo, yo, Bart Scott, make it hot. Alan Hahn, the Don. What's happening? Yo, two, call, two callers ago. I don't know what that guy's name was. Tito? Yeah, yeah Tino. Yo, Tino. he got to put the boogers down, bro. <laughs> he, he called up the morning show with Rick, and he, yo, he had, um, same thing. he had Dave going crazy because he was saying the same stuff with that Tyrese Maxey rhetoric. Go ahead with that. So, anyway, first and foremost, I'm always giving Alan Hahn, you know, a pretty hard time, even though you're my man, you know, with some of your takes. But um, I want to give you your flowers, man. You called the trade before it even happened. You said it would be a perfect fit. And, I mean, I'm a diehard Knicks fan. I was I was excited, man, when I watched that game. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect fit. I don't get why everybody's calling up, crying. It's a name that like, they don't know, Julian. They don't know basketball, right. man. That's the problem. Is it, how many people know who he is? You know what I mean? Like, how, how many people Canadian. really knew who he was? He played in Toronto. Like, nobody really – he wasn't like a big-time college player. So when you got a guy that can impact the game without demanding the ball, mm-hmm. that's top-notch. And then when we're going forward, the only thing I agree with Tito, the crazy guy about was, <laughs> I really don't want Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, he's really just a – he's going to be an ISO. We don't need that. I'll take DeJounte Murray who could take some of the pressure – of handling the ball and being a point and a facilitator off of Jalen Brunson. 
And then if we could get him, then we sit tight to the summer. I say, like you just said, if we can't get him, yo, let's just sit tight, man. You know what I mean? Because we ain't winning the chip this year anyway. Let's keep it real. Okay. All right. Yeah. P- patience is definitely the option that, that is you have there. To watch what, yeah, you got to watch what people do in your division too, man. Like, you know, I think Perk said at your state the perfect fit for Pat, uh, Siakam might be going to the Sixers. Whew. A guy that dominates the ball and needs FGAs with Joel Embiid. I don't know. I'm not sure about that one, Bart. I'm not sure about that one from Perk. Uh, 800-919-3776 is the number. So uh, just to give you a heads up, we do have Bart Sadamas coming up momentarily, but let's grab at least a call or two more. Josh in Brooklyn. What's up, Josh? Hey, what's up, y'all? How you doing? Yo, right. I wanted to speak on it because the um <laughs> the guy Tito, the, the caller before me did what I was about to do because he called this morning and they told him the same thing and he's still calling every other right. state. Uh, every other he wants somebody to say he's right. He wants someone to say he's right. That's that's what I, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I mean, that's a... <laughs> but I want I, I don't know. I want you to, to um tell me one thing, um Hans. I think everybody's looking at this trade wrong. I think everybody's looking at this trade as an R.J. Barrett trade instead of an IQ trade. I don't think this trade is happening with just R.J. Barrett. Of course not. And I think that's what everybody seems to be. Think I about think what that, Toronto I, took. Toronto took – Josh, Toronto took a contract that he's getting 20 a year, right? And he still has right. two years. Like, like you got to understand, they and, took the contract from you and gave you a guy who's expiring. Now, you're going to sign him to an extension, but still exactly. – they took the contract, and then you gave them a guy that they are probably going to have to pay as well. So, you know, it, 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 it's not what it seems is what I'm saying. But, yeah, everybody keeps saying it. They keep saying it as if IQ was thrown into the trade. No, the no. trade is for IQ, yes. and they had to take RJ Barrett because of that contract. That's and I think everybody, they're, they're not realizing that. Correct. I mean, not, nobody's realized, like, this trade wasn't an R.J. Barrett trade. Where, no. Oh, no, we're going to trade R.J. for, for uh, no, and, you know, it's not, it wasn't happening that way, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to stop thinking that way. And we just keep saying we got, we got fleece. R.J. Barrett's not – his contract is horrible for the player that he is. It's not, it's not a good contract. And also, I want to say, I, and I, I don't know, I don't know if the trade deadline doesn't happen. I mean, if it happens and we don't pick up a two-skin player, like this superstar caliber player that puts over the edge, I think the player might be coming out of Phoenix. And, I'm, and I, it may be it may be either one. Devin Booker. I don't know how you may feel about Kevin Durant again, but the Devin Booker name, I don't. I think it may be happening because if you look at this team, Kevin Durant fits so sweet with it now. And I, I don't know how it would happen. I don't think it would happen. But he looks. But I don't because I don't even think even with Devin Booker, Devin Booker puts uh, this team over the top. Because I think Julius Randle's probably going to have to go. And without Julius Randle, I don't know if Devin Booker coming by himself is going to do it. But I think the, I, the players. I think it's, it's going to be one of those two guys. I want to. I want to know what your um, opinion is on that. I appreciate the call, guys. Thanks. Thank you, Josh. It, it, it's funny that the Booker name just won't go away. Yeah. Even though Phoenix went all in, they got Beal, they got Durant, and and they want to consider themselves a champion contender. They just haven't played like one. And of course, mainly because those three haven't been on the court that yeah. much together. They finally had a game where they all scored twenty in the game together. But I have. I have. Heard that from other people about you know Devin is 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 not going to stay patient in Phoenix for long, and eventually he's going to want you know they people think eventually he's just going to be like tired of this and get me somewhere else. The problem is he's also under contract for a ton of money and so can't has no real leverage to force his way out of anywhere. But it's funny you say that 
that name. All right. Barshadam is coming up. We'll continue with your calls on the Knicks and what you see in the trade and everything else. And stay with us. Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. So, Bart, I mean, we could do two things. We could either grab some calls and then conjure Bart Stradamus, or we could conjure Bart Stradamus first and then finish the show with calls. Let, 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 let's conjure Bart Stradamus. Let's get her done. Oh, okay. Well, there's only one way to bring in Barstradamus. There it is. The lights go down. Oh, yes. The smoke starts to rise. A new moon, a new sun. A new year. The Mayan calendar has not changed yet. Oh, it's still 2023 to me. Oh, Did but you say to you, three and me, it's oh. 2024 for you. And oh, it is time for Barshadamas, yes. brought to you by Samwell Institute oh, for Pain yes. Management. Are you in pain? Oh, sciatica. <laughs> the dark side is dark and bumpy and rocky, like every team. In New York this year. But you guys want to know, is there a silver lining to all the darkness? Yes. There is. Or no. Wait, what? I had you fooled there, Alan. You did. I was confused. This week is the beginning. Something will be done that is rare. How can you screw two organizations at once? (laughs) Oh, but this guy has spent many of nights with me on the dark side. As he lives in both the light and the dark. Amongst the living and the dead. Who is this? The Sith Lord himself. Bill Benjamin Belichick. Oh, he's going to screw everything <laughs> up. Wait. He's going to oh. be a bull in a china shop. <laughs> For the first time in history, <laughs> two teams shall be screwed by one man. Um, Phrasing? Yeah. Bill Belichick shall win and extend the streak of losing 
for the New York Jets. Oh, yes, he will. Like and that. he'll smile all the way to the handshake line and say not even Xerxes himself could overcome the darkness of the Sith Lord. Oh, but as he may have coached his last game for the Patriots, he shall screw them too. Yes. As the Patriots drop out of the Drake May sweepstakes, as a win shall make them drop in the standings for their quest to replace mac and cheese. So take that with you, Gerard Mayo, Bill O'Brien, or maybe, maybe Mike Vrabel. Oh, the darkness has come over both organizations. So it is said, Alan. Wow. So it shall be. That's a scary But it doesn't so, stop there. Oh, oh, we're not done. I'm sorry. As for everyone, as one shall leave the earth, so shall another arrive. And the giant shall lose to the dirty birds of Philly. And as they lose, so symbols the end of Sir Khaki. Sir Khaki? Daniel Jones. As now the Giants, yes, the men in blue, self solidify that fifth overall pick. Oh, Alan, glorious days for the men in blue, the G men are coming. As the birth of their Savior shall be arriving. Birth of their Savior? Didn't that just happen like last week? Michael Penix. Oh shall be the one that takes this organization out the dark side. You're saying the Giants have big Penix energy? Big Penix energy, baby. Oh, and for the first time, a man on the front of the program that shall lead the G-Men, the Blue Man, She'll be led by a black quarterback. Oh, yes. Finally, the Giants will have an African-American starting. Oh, franchise quarterback. A new day is coming for the men in blue. So it is said, Alan. Wow. So, so it, it shall be. Big Penix energy. Praising. Oh, yes. He's a rookie. That didn't go on a mission, but he's still close to the ARP club. <laughs> oh, yes. Wow. That's uh, two bold end-of-season predictions. Man, I never knew the Giants never had a starting brother. Well, I, it, I'll explain in a moment. Sorry. Anyway, that's Barstradamus, brought to you by Samuel Institute for Pain Management. For a pain-free life, visit SamuelPain.com. Today, as Bart Scott now rejoins us after Barstradamus has now gone back into the uh, the dark side. You remember Eli Manning's uh, starting streak ended yes. when they decided to elevate Geno Smith as the starter. Yes. Right? Starting quarterback, but not the franchise quarterback. But not not like, yeah, the, yeah. the full season starter. Right. Yes. The, and, the future. And like was, a Lamar um, Jackson. Like a Michael Vick. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, they have Tyrod had... Taylor. That that doesn't count. Uh, African American starting quarterback. Well, Tyrod Taylor again. He, it's it's. But he's you, not. You're he's talking not, about the, the he's QB a, one. He's a gap. Yeah, he's a gaps. Yeah, he's a stop gap. Yeah, QB one. No, they have not Q, had a QB one. They could have drafted Lamar Jackson. That's what I mean. Nobody was taking – like, again, let's not revisit history. He, nobody was taking Lamar at number two in the draft at that You're point. Right. He was not on that level, You're but right. he became that quickly. We were all wrong. Although we, I should say, if you can go back, and I, I loved Lamar at a college. But anyways, another story for another day. Uh, very interesting stuff there, though. Wow. Interesting stuff, especially with Belichick. It, it is funny. If Belichick really wants to make sure – like, if I'm going out – I'm keeping this streak alive. Yeah. And I'm making sure you don't get the quarterback that makes me look bad if I leave and yeah, you start get winning. Him and start winning week year year one. You win it. The Patriots could actually like Bill Belichick could ruin it for the Jets because that streak stays alive and ruin it for the Patriots because they move down the draft order. And you'll never beat Bill Belichick. That's the thing. If he leaves, <laughs> like you'd never beat no, him. It, it, that's what I mean. It's it's gone forever. And that's it. It stays open ended. A streak that lives on. Wow. Fun stuff. Now, will we have Barsha Damas? We have him for the rest of the playoffs, right? Like, we're still going to do, like, NFL stuff with him, aren't we? Of course. That's the best stuff. Usually it is. It's usually the best time for him because he sees things that happen in playoff games that we do not expect. Who's going to win? Who's going to win? What's going to happen? A lot of the side stories. You know, he's also – Quite the predictor of Black Monday, which is next week. Oh, yes. That is a sad day. Yeah, he already sent me a, a list. Oh, boy. A list? Yeah, he already sent me a list. What is there, so. two jobs open already, right? Two or three? No, three. Yeah. yeah. Carolina, Vegas, and uh, the Chargers. Yeah. And no, not the, Chargers, the, te- the, the, the Raiders. I said Vegas. Vegas? Yeah, the Chargers. You got uh, – Chargers. The Chargers, oh yeah, they, they, they did cut him. You're right. Oh yeah, they did fire and 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 obviously Carolina, because Reich is out. So you're talking about three jobs, and annually, on do, average, there's six to seven yeah, openings do, a year. Do we need to mention Washington? Do we even have to announce yeah, that? Rev- Rivera's probably out too, right? <laughs> yeah. Do we even have to announce that one? That's going to be interesting. So so that'll be interesting to talk about um, Friday, heading into the last week, because that that's what happens. Is next Monday is generally the day where uh, the sword of Damocles drops. We call, on some we, we, of call it, we call it the Green Mile. Yeah, getting right with Jesus. Nothing, nothing to uh, celebrate, but certainly still um, one of those yeah. days that you just blow your mind. Because there's every now, every year, there's always that one job. You're like, whoa, they fired him. You know what I mean? Yeah. We and Harbaugh, by the way, your guy, mm-hmm. could uh, could he sneak back into the NFL? If imagine if he wins a national championship yeah, and then drops the mic. Bolts. Yep, that's what he'll he do. Drop the mic because he can bless it. He can bless his um, black assistant that was crying. you? <laughs> you so bad. Okay. This for you, Is this the time to get out of college football with all the consolidation Hell of yeah. the Power Five and the portal? You now it's just time. It's just time for him to get out and go go win it. He never won a Super Bowl as a player or as a coach. Lost in the Super Bowl to his yep. brother. Right. It's time for him now. He gets a national championship job and mission accomplished and making Michigan a a national team again, a brand again. Right. And if you're the, the Chargers, years, as cheap as that owner is, you gotta go get him with with Justin Herbert, who Greeny will tell you he loves him. With Herbert 
the potential that defense. He could go to the Raiders. He could go to the Raiders though. Uh, that franchise is so well. They gonna have to pony. They are gonna have to pony up eighteen because the going rate now is what is what you see Sean Payton getting paid. Right. So that's a going rate and right and the control. But man, the, the best situation would be the Chargers for that him, is, wouldn't it? That is true. And you remember, he's a guy that you know he's coaching San Diego. Yeah, really? Yeah, he was coach San Diego State was one of his first college jobs. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. So you got the yeah. fan base thing. So he'll be back home. All right, 800-919-3776. What we'll do is we'll finish up with your Knicks calls. A lot of people still want to chime in on that. They play tonight against the Bulls. You got full coverage here on 98.7 ESPN. Remember, it's an 8.30 tip, so 8 o'clock is the pregame coverage. But first, Bart, can you tell me about Samwell? Yeah, man. Friends, go see my guy, man. Dr. Jay Shaw, he's a double board certified pain specialist. Don't let your neck, back, joint, or nerve pain slow you down. Listen, I know a lot of you guys are going to the gym. New Year's resolution, uh-huh. you got to make sure that you're still in alignment because you're going to get pain and growing pain for doing something you haven't done in a long time. So don't let that slow you down from doing all the things that you love and reclaiming your health. It's time for you to reclaim your active lifestyle. And you say, Bart, how do I do that? Did you not listen to me in the first opening statement? I said, go see my friend, Dr. Jay Shaw at Sanwell Payne. Dr. Shaw treats joint, neck, back, sciatica, and nerve pain. Dr. Shaw also a migraine and headache specialist. So if you got any migraines from either sleep, stress, go see our guy. It involves no cuts, no scars, no excisions, or downtime. Dr. Shaw will take a non-surgical approach for precise image-guided procedures without any pain medication. Enjoy a pain-free life. Same day or next day appointments are available. Go to sandwellpain.com to put an end to your pain and suffering today. Don't wait any longer. Make the appointment with Dr. Jay Shaw and go to sandwellpain.com and regain all your active lifestyle and enjoy all your favorite activities pain-free. Sandwell now has three convenient locations, one in Woodbridge, Livingston, and a brand-new office in Inglewood to serve Bergen County. Visit sandwellpain.com. You'll wish you met Dr. Jay Shaw a lot sooner. Most major insurances are accepted. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Case show like whoa coming up next. Barton Han, Alan Han, Bar Scott, mm. 98.7 ESPN with you. We got some calls to finish up with, right? So let's do that. Bart, I'll let you, I'll let you go ahead. You do the roulette. You pick it. Where do you want to go next? Hmm. Let's go to it to Ricardo. Ricardo in New Jersey. Ricardo. How are you? Gentlemen, how, how are you this afternoon? Good. Hope all is well. Uh, Alan, I got a little bone to pick with you, man. You know, I love you. I love you. I love you. And I'm going to say it again. I love you. But? One thing that you did say, you did say that quickly only played well when other players off the bench played against, played well against other players that came off the bench, which I almost crashed not, my car. It's not, when you it's said not what that I said. Ricardo, it's not what I said. I said, I said, a lot of his numbers are, remember, he's coming off the bench. He's playing against other bench players. I didn't say he mm-hmm. only played well because I know last season in over 20 starts, he averaged over 20 a game. And that's what, again, his yeah. agents, if I was representing him, I'd be pointing to that and saying, yo, you are not a guy that should be looking for bench money. I need you looking for starter money because of those stats. Listen, listen, listen. I, I, and, I, and I get that, you know, and I apologize for that. All right. But here's the deal. Then why did we sign DiVincenzo for almost $50 million when this kid quickly was spinning circles around a player like DiVincenzo? Listen, we had to get rid of RJ. RJ was not consistent. 
it broke my heart because he was homegrown. But when I saw that Emmanuel quickly was not extended over the summertime, yet we give somebody who averages nine points a game, which I understand. But quickly, we're gonna, this is what's going to end up happening. We're going to exhaust Brunson. Brunson's going to be the Saquon Barkley of the New York Knicks. And we're going to exhaust him to a point because he has that Allen Iverson mentality, likes to drive it and likes to create the plays. But he's going to get hurt one day. And when he, God forbid, please, I hope he doesn't, but he's going to get hurt one day. And the day that he does, that's when the New York Knicks are really going to kick themselves in the backside because that quick, the points that quickly was putting up, 15 to 20 points a game, creating shots, shooting from the, the logo. This kid was phenomenal. And we gave him away. Now, maybe we could have done an you RJ grind. You, you didn't give him away. Ricardo, somebody, Ricardo, you didn't give him away. How do you? How did you? Well, Ricardo, you because you know where we messed you up. Could as an it, you we could think it. You could think it. You could think it. But you're wrong. You could. You couldn't shine him. You couldn't shine him. He was going into the open market looking to be a starter, and that's what he wanted. You got to understand that he nah, was going nah, to get offers nah. from teams to make him a starter. Okay, you don't want to believe it, but you're asking I me believe, for my that. educated. I- perspective of what I know and I'm telling you I don't love that they got rid of him but I knew that they were going to be moving on by the end of the season they were he was never going to stay here because he's a starter he knows he's a starter in his mind and he's going to get so much money so much money have you watched all right Ricardo have you watched DiVincenzo in the the 13 games since he's been a starter have you watched him do you know what he's doing he's been He's been okay. I mean, okay? Is okay 50% from the field, 46% from three, and giving you defense? Okay, That's so okay? That's very who's good. Who's going to back up Ben Brunson if Brunson gets hurt? Well, that's who, the, that, that's, we that's a, you got to figure that out. That's you got to figure that out. But they didn't give him away. They got a very they got an elite wing defender for him, which are hard to find in the NBA. Yeah, I'm just telling you, Ricardo. I'm telling you. 35 points a night for one player. Well, no, no, don't tell me one 35 player. points because, again, you picked up a guy who's averaging 16. So it's the 15 off the bench that is the one that hurts. The 15 off the bench you yeah, have to figure that, out. That's what kills us. It, it doesn't kill you. No, again, when it, do- it comes to playoffs. Uh, I'm, We're not a number four right. team. We're not a number four team, unfortunately, we, You know, which on paper we always were a number four team this season, which I believed it, but now we win. We got nobody coming off the bench, which I hope, wow. you know, uh, Malachi and the other guy, Precious, they come out and do something because, you know, we need the bodies because of, of, of what okay. happened with our center. Carter, I we got it. We, we, we got to hand it off to the K show here. So I got to end it here. But wow, Damn. guys. Wow. I, went with, I went with Ricardo and he took wow. all the air out the ball. Wow. Damn it, Ricardo. I, I, it's, I look, I, I understand the passion. But if you don't think the Knicks are a better team after this trade, then you haven't been paying attention. That's all I got to say. K-Show's next. I'll see you all tonight on MSG. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.